to try to do it briefly as a challenge, but we'll do our best. Politics has never been more unpredictable, more alarming, or more interesting. Hello, my name's David Runciman, and I'm here to tell you about a special holiday series of Talking Politics with the historians Sarah Churchwell and Gary Gerstle. Well, that's why I think it's so important to tell these historical stories, because whichever side of the battle, and it is a battle right now, that you see yourself as being on, people's positions change. So the idea that this is some great moral crusade is just a nonsense historically. I think one can see both continuities and and differences. I think we can think of the 1960s as a period of emancipation, civil rights, feminism, gay rights, sexual liberation, similar to the 1860s and 1870s, followed by a period of, oh my God, God, uh, the country's lost its way. We must re-implant morality on the American people. And that's a big part of the story of America. Over the next few weeks, we are going deep into the history of America to make sense of what's happening now. President Trump is only the third president to have been impeached. The fate of President Johnson in the 1860s and President Clinton in the 1990s. So where we are now is that he and many people are pointing this out is that they are claiming monarchical rights. They are claiming divine right of king for Donald J. Trump. And so at some point, the United States has to decide whether this is what we're doing. In this series, we uncover some of the major threads of U.S. history, from impeachment to enfranchisement, monopoly to pornography, deportation to abortion. The Mexican story and the French-Canadian story are different. The Mexican story is more important because the numbers involved are so much greater. This is done by state and local governments. It's done more under Herbert Hoover through 1933 than under Franklin Roosevelt. It's a massive movement, and to most Americans living outside this area, an invisible movement and deportation of people. In 1973, Roe v. Wade legalized abortion in America. Now, that judgment is under intense pressure from the evangelical right. But evangelicals have not always been so opposed to abortion. And by the turn of the 19th century, and of course this is the the time as well with scientific racism, the idea of eugenics, breeding becomes of great importance, human breeding, selective breeding in a post-Darwinian context. All of these ideas come together to suggest that what we need are the best people breeding the right children. And so therefore you have to control women's reproduction in ways that just hadn't quite been thought of in the same way before. With the U.S. presidential primaries just around the corner, we're going to be looking to the country's past to help understand its present. Whether Warren wins or not, and I think the odds are against her winning, I think the forces that she and Sanders have unleashed are going to continue to percolate in American society. And in that respect, the similarities between early 20th century and now become very relevant. Talking Politics, U.S. History Specials, coming soon. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.